Welcome to Bill Roden on Sports. Taking you inside clubhouses, locker rooms, and boardrooms, legendary sports columnist Bill Roden gets inside the heads and beneath the veneer of the men and women who play and own the games we love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another special edition of Bill Roden on Sports. Um, here with uh, my good friend Jamal Murphy, the sports attorney guy. Good to be here, as usual. And our, our star producer, Pat, who is stepping stepping in for Brian the Wine Guy. Uh, Pat, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, Pat keeps it rolling. And uh, we were just talking. This is our second take, by the way. We had, that, It was actually pretty good. But this was designed for all the people going up to the Hamptons. Right. You know, because they said, well, don't do a podcast on Friday because nobody's listening. I said, well, you know, some of them are in helicopters going to the Hamptons. Right. But for the majority of people who have those second up there in their car, sweltering. And so maybe one or two of those, them are listening on, on the car or maybe on the Long Island Railroad or if you're out west. You know, wherever rich people go, right. or people go who got second houses and on the road, right. uh, welcome. And if you, and if you, but if you don't have a second house and you're stuck somewhere, right. <laughs> hey, we, we love you on too. The, on the on the iron horse, the train. <laughs> That's right, you the know? train. And tell your friends, tell your friends. You know what? You got to listen to Bill Roden on sports because they talk about a lot of. Yeah, mu- must stuff. listen for a sports fan. Yeah, because we kind of. Yeah. Anyway, listen. Um, because we want to get to the island, too. So we, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's Friday. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, you know, I was at the uh, Giants game, Giants-Washington. Um, uh, I don't use, by the way, that racist nickname. Mm-hmm. I don't use a racist nickname. What, what do you call them? Washington. Just Washington? I just said Washington. The you, Washington team. The can Washington. you even use the second half of the name? Like, how is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm always like, can, I, can you say skins or is it even... You we know. don't even say that even on the show, Jamal. I'm sorry. I pre- no, that's okay. Cut no. that. Cut that. <laughs> I'm yeah, just too playing. late. Too late. No, because I mean, even that is like you know, I know that's what skinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinned. So anyway, but anyway, so I was at the Washington game, mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course, uh, Eli Manning came out. They spanked him. Right. And people were making Washington seem like you know, oh man. But see, this is the hype. They 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 lost terribly the first game. You know, terrible. The quarterback looked awful, you know. So game two, they won. Now, oh, we got the running game, you know. They're tough. So actually I heard Boomer Science and somebody, you know, before Thursday's game say, uh-oh, you know, Giants are going to be lucky if they win this one because they don't have the personnel, they don't have the roster, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, wow, maybe, you know, I got this wrong. Well, of course, from the very opening day, they got a, a safety. They right. just blitzed them and all that. But the interesting thing was that RG three, who just, uh oh, who just three or four years ago, was Jamal, who was just three or four years ago, <laughs> was like they were saying he was better than Andrew Luck. Right. This guy is in civilian clothes, third string, not even active, and and I can I can see that, but you if, can, if, I can't even see that. Well, well, inactive. I mean, inactive. Maybe due to injury, maybe. Yeah, just inactive because. Because Gruden and them was just saying he's not even he injured. Can't play. He's not even injured. Yeah, they just say he can't play. Then it'd be different if uh, Kirk Cousins was like lighting it up. Right. But this guy, he's already thrown. He's he's thrown four interceptions I think this year. You know I don't know where that ranks him, but he's got twenty three interceptions in his career, and he threw two more. And and beyond the interceptions yesterday, he just wasn't. I mean, he just wasn't playing well. He was missing receivers, throwing shit out of bounds, and all that. So anyway, um, I'm thinking, and I was never a big RG3 fan, to be honest. Not even year one? 
No, because Archie, remember one of my colleagues, uh, Rob Parker. Right. Remember, he got right. in front of me, he called him a cornball, bro. Yeah, got in trouble for that. He got in trouble, but it's, I kind of saw where Rob was coming from. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not calling him that. No, no, no. But I'll tell you what, you know, because he said the whole thing about, you know. Right, right. But he reminds me of one of these brothers, man, who he didn't think racism exists, and that's not me, you know, because listen, well, I got my, my, my girlfriend, my wife is white, and I'm very enlightened, and blah, 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 and everybody loves me, Dan Snyder love. Now his ass is not is, is third string, and not even playing. Right. And they hate, Gruden hates him, they all hate him. As a brother, what they're doing is putting you in your place, right. which is third team, not even playing, and Kirk Cousins, is not that good. No. He's not that good. So that's a long preamble to saying, what do you think? What do you guys think about uh, that? You know, I mean, it, it's a joke, really. There's no, there's no way you can tell me. I mean, you can't even really tell me that Kirk Cousins is better. I was going to say you can't tell me he's mu- he's that much better, but he, you can't better, even tell me yeah, he's yeah. better, period. Right. Uh, RG3, I mean, don't forget, he had a, a great, one of the best rookie years ever, maybe the best rookie year for a quarterback ever. I know he, he, he was injured after, after that. You know, it's not his fault that he, you know, after that year he was hyped up by the media, hyped up in terms of, you know, getting commercial deals and all that. So, of course, his head, you know, is going to get a little big after that. Um, he had some injuries, whatever. But I don't, you know, to treat him like this and, you know, sports we all can see. Right. You, you know, it's not a question, something going on in the background. We don't know how good another person is. We know you know, we can see the talent on the field, so you can't, you know, you can't play these games and get away with it, you know. Well, you can't play, what, what, they're in a, well, two things, let's talk about the injury. That's very important. That's very important because the injury occurred was, you know, because he, he, he got, he, he first ripped it up against Baltimore, and then we all remember that horrible national television, uh, televised playoff game where he could barely walk. And this, when they were playing Russell Wilson, right, Seattle, yeah, Seattle, and, and Shanahan was the coach, and then he let him, you know, let him play instead of doing the morally right thing. He said, "Listen, son, we're going to shut you down because you are more valuable to us in the long run than me trying to save my damn job." And and and, and Snyder, Dan Snyder, they everybody played a role in this stuff. And, and he, Snyder, Snyder loved him. Yeah, he, he, he was his him. he was his man, he was his number one fan. Yeah, so which is a kiss of death, by the way. Right, of course, you know. Um, but my, so so I just think the whole thing is tragic and it's, and it's unfair. It reminds me so much of for those of us who kind of have to compete in the sort of integrated workplaces. You know, a lot of times some of the people you compete against are, are, are white colleagues, and this is so classic that unless you are demonstrably better, you know, I mean, you know, this is what's going to happen. You're going to end up third team reserve or or, or something like that, and. Um, and, and also you talk about quarterback, who's going to be the face of the franchise, you know, which is very, very pivotal. You know, the face of the franchise. Well, we're going to have Kirk Cousins, the face of the fan- franchise. So, okay, well, let's see how, let's, let's see how long that's going to last, you know. But, but two questions to you. Pat, I know that you're a, um, a diehard Yan- uh, Mets fan. I mean, uh, Mets too Mets and, and Jets. Yeah, so Mets are you, Jamal. Jets. Would you take RG3 on your team? You know, I don't yeah. know. I mean – I would oh, maybe over Gino, but I like what <laughs> I like what um, Fitzpatrick right. is looking so far, right. and I know he's going to be the yeah. starter even if Gino is healthy for this week. Right, but I, I think you're saying that because you know he's had we're two and zero. The Jets are two and zero, so it's easy to say 
Fitz, I mean, Fitzpatrick has been around a few years, and he's and he's had good games, but he always reaches his level, um, and he's going to reach that low. I mean, the the, the difference is with just you know they're they're built on a strong defense, so we can afford. Uh, or the Jets can sorry the Jets can afford to to have you know an average quarterback back there. Well, I guess this, it's a yes and a no to two different questions. Long run, maybe I would want RG three because he's younger and like you said, Fitzpatrick's been around a lot and hasn't accumulated much success. But right now, being yeah. he's winning, why uh, change that? So no, Jets, no, I agree with that. If you're I agree a Jets with that. fan, it's right. all about short. Right, it's all about short term. <laughs> right, there's no there's no long term. It's not like the Giants, and it's kind of like. The big picture, the long term, the long haul. No, this is the Jets. This is about today, right? Tomorrow, who's right. playing well now? Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying you you bring RG three in now and start him, or you you know we you know we just have you have to. It's a situation where you see what you have. We don't know what he is right now because the Redskins won't even let him on the field in right. pads. Right. You know they're hiding him from us for whatever reason. Right. And I don't. don't they, they don't yeah. want to take the chance. Right. Of them putting him out. For example, the best case scenario. Cousins continues to be who Cousins is. And by two more games, it's got so horrible right. that even the president, even Obama is saying, listen, man, you got you to bring in somebody else. And I'm not, I haven't always been a, a Cousins basher. I thought he was a decent player at Michigan State. I thought, you know, I thought he could be a decent quarterback. I wasn't one of the guys who was like, oh my God, he's going to be terrible, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you know, I think I've seen enough now to know he's not going to be any better than average. And at average at best. Right. And at his best, RG3 had a dimension that was not average. So we don't know. So anyway. But here, here, I, there's a, you know, today uh, Bill Parcells did an interview uh, on one of the shows and, and he was talking about the problem, you know, p- problems of today's game. And he said one of them was QB, you know, the QB, uh, you know, the entitlement QB and all this kind of stuff. And he said that RG3 was the epitome of this. He was the poster boy for the for these QBs that you know get a big head and they're not as, they're not that good and they bring the team down with them. And the other two he mentioned, uh, well he mentioned Jamar, you know he he oh, mentioned Jamarcus, Jam- Russell. Uh, Demarcus, uh, Jamarcus Russell mm. and Manuel from 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 Buffalo. And those are the two quarterbacks he mentioned. He didn't mention Johnny Manziel. Didn't men- you know not in that interview. I didn't hear him oh, mention. Come it. on, Bill. Yeah, what so Johnny Man- I thought Johnny Manziel was a poster boy. To be honest, he is. He is. I mean, he's he definitely a poster is. boy. But I mean, you know, that that bothered me a little bit in terms of, you know, just to throw these guys in that boat. Um, those are three different guys, three different situations. Uh, RG three actually had a good year, unlike the other two. Right. Uh, Manuel, I never knew from Buffalo. I never knew him to be, you know, you know, act entitled or anything like right. that. He's always That's been pretty humble. That, yeah. So you know that that. Uh, that that comment bothered me a little bit. Yeah, and 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 RG three. I mean, he was. A, I mean, he was a big deal. I mean, I thought that he just that he bought in to the whole hype. He did too much. He, he bought did. into it, and and like a lot of people, he just got sobered up. And then like a lot of young black folks in this generation who think the racism is dead and all that. And I know people are groaning now. Oh, come on, Roden, there you go. There's nothing right. <laughs> so listen, what, remember what Walter Beach said right. when he was here. Remember, go back and listen to that podcast. He said, when you don't understand racism and white supremacy, what it is and how it works, you'll be confused by everything you do understand. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of heavy for a sports show, but this is Bill Roden on sports. Right, right. It's not your average. This is not your average (laughs) sports show, you know. know, So, listen. But anyway, the Giants won. They look pretty good. And I don't know if a lot of people – I mean, I I think – I personally think that Coughlin and Eli have one more – Championship running them, I just think that uh, 
the Giants, and, and particularly when you look at the NFC East. Right. It's awful. Tony Romo. Hurt. Broken collarbone, even right. with him. But listen, but he's gone. Uh, the people of Philadelphia now begin to realize that Chip Kelly is a fraud, right? Well, yeah, I mean, big, it, look, big, it looks it looks that game, way now. Big game Sunday, I, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, it is two. You remember, you know, it's two games into the season. You yeah, know, we'll, give them, we'll, give them, two. we'll give them four. Oh, they they, 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 it's not like they, they went they, ten and six, but they folded at the end. Yeah, they didn't, well, yeah, right. they didn't go because people those systems. Are, anyway, so then and then you got Washington speaks for itself. Yeah, that's so you that's not the, happening. The Giants and, and and all things considered, they're pretty much the most solid team there. Victor Cruz and even hasn't played even yet. Played yet. They've got a really good wide receiving core. Odell Beckham, Beckham Jr. And, and Randall. Yeah, so Ruben I, Randall. Yeah. So I think uh, they're in pretty good pretty good shape. But I thought my takeaway uh, uh, Thursday was just how far RG3 has fallen. Just I mean, you, you, you can't fall any any uh, further unless your name is Jamarcus Russell then, you know. He's still, in the, he's still technically in the league. Well, uh, RG3. No, oh, no, oh, Russell's not. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's still technically in the league. I'm sure another team will will take a chance on him. You have to. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he had a good year. That's That year he had is is a lot more than a lot of starting quarterbacks uh, on Sunday can say. You know, Fitzpatrick never had a year like that. No, Luck um, didn't have. I mean, well, Luck, Luck, had, you know, luck, luck is, is a beast. Luck has been well, but, you know, I must tell you, Luck is starting to throw the ball. Other well, yeah, he's, he's had a rough. He's had a rough two games. Yeah, and then you know they say once you get that reputation as being somebody throwing picks, it's right, like blood yeah. in the water. Well, Favre, right. you had that rough. Well, but he ain't. But he ain't. Do you think Luck is Favre? He's not Favre. Not yet. I mean, they're different play, Totally different players. I'm just saying, you know, Favre had that rep as you know being a gunslinger, and people let him get away with the interceptions. I mean, he also won a Super Bowl, so until right. Luck will have to win a Super Bowl in order to be compared to that. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the uh, minor leagues, uh, the NFL's minor leagues. Uh, the minor league system. Yeah, the minor league system, college football. It's an interesting, <clears throat> interesting issue. Uh, down at LSU, I mean, the ultimate minor league. Where oh, yeah, down there, that's some... Woo! Leonard, Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette, great sophomore running back uh, for LSU. And you know this this issue uh, comes up time and again when you've got these young talent players. This guy's ready for the NFL. Yeah, looks it. He, he's ready for the NFL, but because of the, this this little tacit agreement between the NCAA, the NFL, and the NFLPA, if you are a sop, you cannot a guy like Fournette cannot go to the NFL until after his junior year. I mean, after his sophomore, he could go as uh, after his junior. Year. After his junior year, I believe. Yeah, he can go. Mm-hmm. You know, but. The, the, it becomes a question of how well we know it's not fair. It's just absolutely not fair because this guy is ready. He's taking a beating. He's taking a pounding. Why does he have to stay at LSU, you know, for for another season, get beaten up, and then go to the NFL? I just don't think. Well, it's fair. I mean, we had the same issue when uh, Clowney was coming out uh, from S- South Carolina. I mean, same kind of thing. You know, tremendous uh, sophomore year. People were like, he's definitely ready. His body. The, the key with football, when when people are gonna say that you're ready, is that it's your body, it's your physical development. Right. And both uh, Fournette, he he's ready. Right. You know, you, he's running. I mean, he's making these. He's in the SEC making people, people look right. like they're in high school. Right. You know, people are like hurtling over. It's ridiculous. So yeah, he's he's ready. Um, obviously, there's an issue with the NCAA and, and the NFL. We know the NCAA's big business. We know. You know, it's not fair. It's definitely not fair. 
But you know, it's, it's like that in other sports too. It's not, obviously, it's not just co- it's not just college football. Basketball players, why do they have to go uh, for one year when they're when when they could be ready? And we already they had, they went back and forth in in basketball. You know, they they weren't you weren't allowed to come out. You know, you weren't allowed to come out from high school. Then you were. Then they went back. Right. Even though we saw kids, you know, Gar- right. Kevin Garnett, LeBron, uh, you know, other guys who who did it su- uh, successfully. So I mean, it's it's all it's all business. We know that. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea. Who's the kid a few years ago? Is a guard who came out of. Um, he went to Italy. He went to Italy. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a, a year. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Right. And, and I thought uh, it was so wise that he said, "Listen, why am I going to go to USC, play for free?" You know, when I could go to Italy, made a million. Yeah, and make a, make a million. I kind of get, you know, put some money in the bank, right? Do a little and like and that. get experience playing against, playing against older, older guys, guys, pros. And and a kid did that this year. Emmanuel Moutier did it. That's right. Uh, he went That's to right. Denver, uh, played in China for a year. Took about you know, to, I forget exactly how much he made, you know, sub- substantial amount. Um, and that, and he, he was he was drafted by Denver. I think he went number five, so it didn't hurt him at all. No. And he looked very good in the summer league. Yeah, because I think it just you know you know you 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 play and just living overseas. Right. Oh, and the experience. It's just a whole nother right. thing. But the, I, I but now unfortunately, a guy like uh, Fournette, he doesn't have that. They don't have that option. Right. Because you know what's he going to do? Is going like. But what they will say, they're going to say, oh, he doesn't have you know he doesn't have to go play at LSU. Uh, he can work out. You know, he could work out for a year, avoid, avoid, year. avoid injury, and you know, people know what you can do. And nobody's done that yet, but I think it's about time somebody does, because you mean, what, it's, just 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 sit, sit out, out, sit out, work out. You know, do you know, do whatever uh, training you have to do. I mean, they, you you can't tell me you can't find a good pro trainer <laughs> that, that's yeah, going to take his money. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I think the problem though is that you still there's nothing like being in competition. Right. I mean, you have to be sure. You could you could run in the park all day long, no, right, right. <laughs> and just run all over everybody. But but my point is that that's true. But I think you know. But it's not going to hurt him draft stock wise. I, I don't believe. I think that's true. That you know the the GMs and and, and the NFL teams will just say, well, we'll knock the rust off him. It will only take you know right. a few well, days of practice. Omar was saying. Remember, Omar. Remember, Omar was saying when we were talking about um, Cespedes, right? And he as a general manager. Uh, no, as as a NFL uh, as NBA player association guy, major league baseball player, they're saying pay him the moon, pay him the moon. Right. But as a general manager, well, I don't know, well, yeah. you know. So so that's what we're gonna say about this kid. You know, if you were representing him, you know this guy's ready. But if you're a general manager, well, you know he stayed out for years. Yeah. So I don't know, he may be soft. But yeah, but then you gotta tell me the GM in, in a draft situation. Remember, it's not a free agent. A draft situation, you don't want to be the guy that passes on him. Right. You know, if you think he's that good, you you pass on him, then he runs for two thousand yards. Yeah, right. You know, you're going to be the GM that passed on him. So right. it's, you know, it's a it's a little different situation. But you know, it like you said, I mean, the basic premise is it's unfair. It's unfair because it had nothing to do about talent. Right. It has everything to do with economics, and even probably some of the. Although I forget, we had it. Maybe it was Michelle Roberts or somebody who was saying that now we want we 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 will side with the college players. I mean, we don't want to keep them out, you know, though I th- there probably was a, 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 a thinking years ago with the older players, listen, we don't want these young guys coming here taking our jobs. So we'll see. It's a very interesting situation, but it's going to change. It has to change. You cannot keep maintaining this farm system like that. And and, and listen, baseball, so that, players, goes, baseball players get to, right. every, every single athlete except basketball, football players 
can are free. So, to so, do so you. I mean, and it makes sense. But you, so you feel both sports, football, basketball, there should be no restriction on when they should. When they're eighteen, they should be able to come out. Yeah, and do it. It'll make all sports like tennis. Well, I mean, tennis has one. It's already yeah. yeah. So and golf, golf, baseball. So let's either make it all restrictive that nobody could do it, or let's make it. Hey, guys. You know, you're on your own. Whether if, if you're a, if you're a, a journalism major and you get a job at the New York right. Times as a sophomore, right? Then you can go go for it. <laughs> you know, so you know. But I mean, so anyway, that, that's. Uh, no, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, as a as a fan, that's a, that's the thing too. I think these. I think the NCAA is helped out by the fandom of of people, and so they get they get fans and the public on their side in terms of. Uh, keeping these kids there because we want to see them and I even me who intellectually I agree with you they should you know they should be let go they should you know you should be able, if you can go fight in a war you know you should be able to make a living however you want it. and right. you have all this potential this monetary potential you should be allowed to go get it uh, but as a fan in basketball I'm like oh come on I, you know I, I want to be able to watch college, college right. basketball you know I want to I don't want him to leave Georgetown or Duke because I want to be a fan of them or I don't want him to leave LSU I want to be fan and then the other side too is is the the pro leagues because the pro league is is lessened you know the NBA is not you know when they have those, these young guys it it waters down the league these guys aren't ready yet right. you know so that's I think that's the thing I know that's the thinking of the of the professional leagues they uh, want to yeah. keep their product at a high level and you know they want, they want these guys to get there when they're ready yeah well they, because it is a minor league right and 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 you even I mean the coaches want it the only people who really don't want it are are players and and I mean anybody who's look, it's just not a fair system. No, it's not fair. And that, it's not fair. that's uh, to restrict trade like that. So um, uh, before we, uh, I know a lot of people. You, oh, you guys are signing. You guys are signing out. Yeah, we we're not even at the. A, we're not even uh, near the Hamptons yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got you got NFL games coming up. Oh, you yeah. you want to want to talk about what's going on? Well, big, Sunday, big game. Um, I keep trying to be so uh, just stop being so provincial. Talk about New York stuff. I mean, but the Jets have a big game. Jets uh, Philly Philly travels yeah. to the Jets. That's a big, that's big that's, game for that's Philly. A big game. It's a big game for the Jets. I mean, every, as you guys, every game is a big well, game for the yeah. Jets. I mean, you're two and zero. Right. You're two. And, and let's face it, the biggest game for the Jets. I'm not looking at my calendar as at the end of October when you when the Jets go to guess where. Giants. Foxborough. Oh, I, I don't have my schedule. I know they play the NF, NFC East this year, so I'm assuming yeah, I don't know if it's, I mean, they must be, play the Giants this year. Then I'm assuming. Well. We're supposed to have our yeah yeah. No, we're supposed our to know that guy's not here today. It's <laughs> the holiday, so you know people aren't here. Um, but yeah, Foxborough, of course, New England's always the big that, game. That, that's all. That's the, all. All that matters mm-hmm. for the Jets. But you know, I think that Todd Bowles has done a, a yeah. unlike Chip Kelly. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I mean, <laughs> well, this year so far, yeah. I mean, Chip, Chip is fine. You know, I yeah, mean, listen, we'll God bless him. You we'll know, if see. you can sell, if you could, if you could convince. The, you know, just like uh, who's the, the agent we talk about? Who's got the great agent we want to be? Uh, oh, Boris. Yeah, if you, yeah. you know. If, listen, if you you can convince the people to give you a trillion dollars, yeah. hey, I got this system. Yeah. It's fast moving. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I, saw, I saw a funny joke uh, the other day talking about Chip Kelly. You know, let's say he has he fails now. He's just going to get eight million from from <laughs> from whoever, what? whatever college team. He's won already. Right. Let's face it. He's won. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean he's one. That's why I look at. Um, it's like Spurrier from uh, yeah, from won. South Carolina. Yeah, they have, they've already he's won. He's chilling in South Carolina right now. Yeah, I mean just kind of. <laughs> where I can't even spend this money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, now it was there was good news that um, 
that our, our guy in Tampa right, right. was the rookie of the week. Who, right. who you know, I, I feel, you know, I apologize for J- ma- making fun of him last week, but what a difference a week, week makes. He had a horrible week one, comes back week two, played tremendously. Uh, they went into uh, New Orleans, beat New Orleans. He threw some key, uh, obviously, touchdown passes, and he looked really poised. And it, that shows you, you know, he's been through a lot, as we right. know, just through, in the college experience. It shows you he's a, I mean, we knew, we should have known already, but he's a tough kid. He can respond to adversity, and he did that uh, in his second game in, as an NFL yeah, player. James Winston is great. He's great. The, the question was never his greatness. It was just how silly. Right. Well, he's a young kid. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How, when will he, in, in other words, when I say silly, like we all were right. at age 19, I mean, come on, are right, you kidding? Right. Go to any of our lives, like, what, 21 years old? Yeah. Give me a break. Please don't show that film. <laughs> Please do not show that <laughs> oh, film. Oh, my God, the stuff that we did. And, 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 you know, so so I give him a break. When I say silly, I'm not trying. But he was, you know, right. but he's silly in the limelight. And right. I think that uh, fortunately he's around Lovey Smith, right. and I think and I think some I really do believe that you know to have a, a, a have a, a black man, black head coach who can sit your butt down, and say some things to you that maybe other people can't say. Listen, right. don't screw this up for you, and don't screw it up <laughs> for me, <laughs> because I will right. run your black ass out of town. You know, but I, and I think that you know Jameis, I think he understands the stakes. That that um, and I don't think he I don't think he will be a um, what's the kid's name with the big hey, Jamarcus. I don't think he I, I never thought that he'd be Jamarcus. But a he's just got a lot of talent, right? And he's had talent for a while. And 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 James is a smart guy, right? He's just he was just silly. And and again, I think he also like like um, RG three to to not to that extent, right? You get you can't help but being on these campuses. And I've, I've seen it. And everybody's telling you, yes, 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 yes. Even the ADs, even people are supposed to be telling you no, they have got so much invested in you that they can't, you know, remember when he stood up on the table in college? And I told a friend of mine, I said, man, you, he should never, he should not play his, his, his that was it, jun- his sophomore year, junior year? Junior year. He yeah. should not play. He should not, well, I mean, come on, wait a minute, <laughs> come on, we got the big, you know, I said, well, right. see, that's, the problem, right? That's the problem. Talent right. is such a you know so, and especially in football, you only have a certain amount of games. They're not going to sit you, right? Right. Yeah. They, I said, wait a minute. Are you kidding me? We're, we're trying to get this done, you know. Now on the flip side, remember last week, everybody was swing, uh, singing uh, Marcus Mariota. Right. Said, oh my God, this is right. it. And 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 he had the one good game starting off, and but you know I, you're right. He was you know he he took his lumps. That was his welcome to the NFL moment. But I, w- I watched a lot of that game, and even in the second half, I was watching Manziel, who, who Cleveland won that game. Manziel had a very good game. Um, and Mariota, he was getting killed. You know, he had all, I mean, he looked like a rag doll out there, <laughs> seriously. And I was impressed by how he, you know, he stayed involved and actually threw a couple late touch, at least one late touchdown pass. So I think, I think he might be a keeper. Well, he's well. Yeah, they got to. I mean, but, I mean, they're gonna have to keep him, but I think <laughs> I think they'll have a reason to. I mean, I think Mar- Marriott is older. He's got character. I mean, he's always you know. Right. He, so, but we're talking about talent, you know. Right, right. Who's got the high ceiling? I think uh, Jamie uh, uh, Jamie Winston. Right. I think has a very very uh, high ceiling. What do you think, Pat? You've been mad well, quiet over there. Uh, yeah, but what you guys. I don't want to interrupt all the time. Well, you don't because you all this. You know, Brian will be back next week, right, right. so take advantage of the space. Well, I mean, he didn't do it anyway. He did it to New Orleans, and right. historically, 
that's a tough place to win on the road. Right. And, um, you know, I, everyone was picking New Orleans to win. Yeah, had, like, including me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> everyone against him in a place that's historically tough to win, and, and he showed everyone that he could do it. That's yeah, probably his no mindset anyway. Everybody's been against me. Yeah, yeah, nothing anyway. to lose. And I'm right. speaking about mm-hmm. New Orleans, they've got some problems. Oh yeah, Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, I get. You know, you've got this group of guys: Brees, um, Brady, mm-hmm. Manning, Rivers, and you're just kind of waiting to see. You know, I mean, you know, it can't go on forever. Right. So and, you just kind of wait. When does it? Soon. You know, how, does it, how does it end? How does it's the story a, yeah, end? It's going to end soon. I mean, I mean, Brees. You know, these guys are pushing forty. Breeze is is hurt, you know. He he only has a certain amount of time left. Brady's the only one who seems to be going yeah. as strong as ever, mm, and who, which well, is scary to to Jet is, fans. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we listen, there, I don't, who knows what that's about, you know? Maybe, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but all I want to say is that the, the Patriots have a history of cheating. That, that is true. So I and Brady now too has a history. Yeah, history. Of cheating. That's right. Well, he's part of it. So. I'm not surprised by anything out here 10, 20, 15 years from now. I'm not surprised at anything. But in the here and now, with evidence, the Jets got to beat them. I mean, that, that's all there is to it. That, that, you know, the Jets have to beat them. Will yeah, they won't? You know, we'll see. I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put that much pressure on, on Bowles and the Jets. They, they weren't, you know, before the season, we weren't, we weren't really thinking that the Jets were going to be anything special. Two, I'm, I'm impressed that they're 2-0 right now. They have a great see, defense. I'm that's, just that's saying. I'm just being honest. That's the problem. I'm, but, but I'm what sure. About, I'm sure. I'm sure. Je- I don't think I Pat feels that no, way. I, th- no. I think Pat. You know. You. I, I agree. We talked about it. You want them to beat. Say. You want. You think they're in gonna the go in there and beat. the season, you figured going into Indy was a loss if you were being fair and objective. That's true. But I always get well, that based from based on what Pat. Well, not, based on not if you look. Le- not if you looked at. Not if you looked at Indianapolis. Well, See, that's right. based on that Jets losing mentality. And I guess that's what I always hear. Well, that's that's the Jet mentality. Right. The other teams' right. mentality of fan right. base may be, no, we're going to win right. no matter what. Right, and right. it's like, well, let's just take a step Do back. You, and I mean, you know, you got to respect you, history. Yeah, you got to, right. Uh, you have yeah. to, and the other teams. When do you spit in the face of history? At some point, <laughs> nah, what do you right. think George right. Washington, you're when, right. when the British are coming, you're at right. some point, I mean, what do you think Tom Brady says? Do you think at the beginning of the season Tom Brady says, oh, boy, you know, you got to <laughs> go to jail. He's going in probably thinking 16-0. and 0, Right. Right? Right. 16-0. and 0. Right. You know, I mean, I think that's kind of what you gotta. That's, You're right. You know, we have to change. We have to change the thinking of the JET. You should. You, you should. Be, you should give the pregame speech. I should. <laughs> but that's not. I'm in the press box eating, <laughs> eating hot dogs. Right, right, right. right. Uh, last but not least, let's segue to yeah. Uh, you know, looks like the Mets are not gonna fall. Well. And they ain't, they're out the woods, right? The Mets are not out the woods. Nah, we're pretty much well, out the woods. Three now, Magic yeah. Numbers they won, three. Yeah, they won last night. And they're out the, they're really, the real reason they're out of the woods is because, because Washington. Yeah, <laughs> Washington, <laughs> Washington can't win. Oh, you know, so, yeah. I, you know, they might not have to win another game. The Mets might not have to win another <laughs> game. Washington <laughs> will take care of it. Yeah. Right, and um, another shout-out to the Liberty. Right. Very proud of the G- game Liberty. One. And our girl Candace Wiggins, who was on our show a few episodes ago. Right. She came in. Um, she had a great, tremendous performance. Uh, when Liberty needed to beat the Mystics right. to clinch in that game three, she came off. She came off the bench, lit them up. Right. So shout out to our girl Kansas went. And, but also, I must tell you, uh, Tina Charles. Oh, she was a beast. Tina Charles is a beast. She's a she's a beast. If you if anybody just forget, I, I'm trying to tell people. I've really gotten. I've really become to, to appreciate the game. Right. If you get a chance, go see the Liberty because I think the Liberty. 
the Liberty has got it going. Yeah, they got it going on. They got it going on. The, the Knicks had a press conference today, Who? right? The, the, <laughs> the New York Knicks. I think they had a press conference today. They still today. have a team. They still have a team. But they, you know, their press conference, their uh, beginning of the year press conference was pushed outside because the Liberty were practicing there in the you garden. Go. So that's a sign. There you go. Well, you know what? I'm telling people, I saw people in my block. I live in Harlem. I said, listen, you guys. You better go and see the Liberty play. If you want to see some championship basketball, you better see it because it's not going to happen come November and October in the Garden. In fact, my scenario is that, let's say the Liberty wins the championship, Isaiah Thomas replaces Phil Jackson, <laughs> Bill Lambeer replaces uh, the city, Derek the, Fisher. The city might burn. Why? why uh, oh. People hate Isaiah. Well, yeah, would, would the Knicks fan welcome him back? No. Well, and the I tell you, the New York media would not welcome him back. Well, that's what I mean. You you might. Of course, you know. Listen, (laughs) you might. You'll be all alone. (laughs) Hey, man, and you know, and I knew I'd be. If I was all alone, I knew I'd be in good company. That's true. That's probably true. You know, you you know, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Um, All right. So, any last uh, the Yankees? We have we never talk about the Yankees at all. Hey, you know, but they'll be they'll be in the wild card. Yeah. They're looking good, you know, and uh, you just never know. Once you get there, I, I, I am, I am happy for a Rod. You are. Well, yeah. You're, a, you're an a Rod fan. No, I'm, listen, man, I told you, I'm a fan. Not a fan, all right? That's it's right. a good story. But I mean, a fan of him as a person. I don't even know him as a person. I'm, I'm happy that I, I, I'm glad that a Rod pushed back against Major League Baseball, the steroids thing, right? Um, and I know people like uh, you got uh, Robert Wall. Wall, mm-hmm. he kind of killed me on this, but. I just think that baseball, so it's just so hypocritical, you know, just in terms of not never really fessing up that everybody knew that people were doing. Oh, of course. Know, presidents, front office people, executives. Right. And then you just don't declare this over. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, they served his time. He did. He, he, he said, yeah. and, and to come back. He's still serving it. I mean, everywhere he goes, right. you know, he gets the backlash. Well, yeah, but, you know, so, so it was good to see people and I guess that's part of that, me being a 60s kind of guy. You know, we had Stanley Nelson on the Black Panthers, you know, mm-hmm. kind of always in the street. Which is, so, which is sold out in Chicago, by the way. My mother is trying to go go get a ticket. She can't get a ticket out there. That was great. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be wonderful. So, you know, hey, listen, you got to miss, you got to listen to Road No Sports because we have directors on. We have yeah. no telling who. Everything, everything. We're gonna have. Anyway, listen, uh, Jamal, have a great weekend. Enjoy. Uh, uh, I'll try. Enjoy the weekend. Pat. Enjoy. Yes. Thank you. You guys enjoy it, too. Yeah. All right. And um, stay tuned. Let's, for go, let's go Jets. Yes, let's go Jets. Where? No, I, let's, let's, <laughs> go, let's go Let's go. Todd Bowles. Right. <laughs> All right. Guys. Oh, by the way, we're going to have a very special guest on. A great treat for uh, Jets fans and football fans. We're going to have linebacker Demario Davis as our guest next week, uh, next Tuesday, uh, to talk about the Jets and the season and being a pro ball player here in New York, so and maybe uh, they'll be three and zero. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, Jinx. Well, there you go, <laughs> just like that, <laughs> just like that. You want him in a good mood, right? Well, of so course, you would yeah. want him after a win, not after a loss. So. Well, true. You got. Yeah. I just want him here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But so you know, see, there you guys go. Anyway, but listen, uh, hey, hey, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you soon on another edition of Bill Rope on Sports. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.